At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we begin the Tuesday edition of Big Bets here on VSIN. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw coming at you. Kelly Bidwin back behind the glass. Kelly, how was vacay? Did, did you get away from us enough that you feel like you actually had time to kind of Recharge. I, I went to Asheville, North Carolina, man. There was so much green around me. Just oh, so green. Wow. It was did weird. You, did you sneeze a lot? No, I didn't. Pollen always gets me when I go back south. Well, that sounds about as exciting as going to Lompoc for the weekend, man. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter? <laughs> Angola State Prison wasn't available? <laughs> it's people at their weddings during football season. Oh, uh, what a Let me no, tell you no. something. You what should get rid no, of friends no. like that. Yeah, how do you we had, that? we had a friend of ours that got married on Ohio State Michigan weekend. His whole wedding, everybody was watching the game. I said, I'm not even coming. I'm not going. I said, how could you get married then? Like, how dumb are you? Uh, it's a cousin. Kind of had to be there. You know. Mm. Congratulations, Nicole. <laughs> the, uh, I also had to do the Sunday night fl- uh, flight back where I'm sitting in the exit row and didn't have my own personal TV from Delta. So I had to do the, I had to be the guy who kind crouched across the yeah. aisle. I'm like, hey, guy, can I uh, be friends what with you for the next two What are you talking about? You press it down. It's on the right-hand side. It wasn't, work- it wasn't in there. It wasn't working. I don't know what was going on. Sounds I've like seen a, a few people have issues with that. I think I'm going to have to snap call you on that one there, okay. buddy. <laughs> Sounds like a great vacation. That was Jalen Hurts back to him. We're going to have Calvin Watkins. Taking him to Taco join. Bell, by the way. Go ahead. <laughs> Calvin Watkins is going to join us in hour number two. Smart guy. Can't wait to catch up with Calvin because, of course, the 3-1 Dallas Cowboys. We're not playing doctor. Before you make those bets against the Rams on Sunday, it looks like that Cooper Rush might be getting start number four because – 
Jared Jones, Dr. Jones said today that Dak still can't grip the football. So we'll give it from Calvin before you make those wagers and figure out how you should play the Cowboys and Rams coming up next week. Yeah, he's got tremendous insight on the Cowboys. I can tell you right now, during uh, Survivor a couple years ago when the uh, Washington football team was playing Dallas, and we were kind of down to it. And I said, who should I take? He goes, well, I picked uh, Washington in the paper. So he goes, I think you should take them. They won the game, fortunately. So usually uh, pretty he's uh, got good, unbiased he's, about it. Yeah, it's good, good uh, pulse on the Cowboys. Absolutely. And we're going to have two-time Super Bowl champion Brian McFadden. BMAC is going to join the program this hour. If you recall, right before the season in my, my group text with BMAC, when they said Mitchell Trubisky was the guy, he basically said to me in so many words, not my quarterback. So it, Kenny Pickett has been officially named the starter today. He's going to get that start in upstate New York or western New York against the Buffalo Bills. I can't wait to get B-Max. Are they a live dog now getting 14? Wow. We'll discuss that with B later on this hour. You know what I love about Brian is the fact that he's a guy who played for the Steelers, but his fandom for the Steelers is oh. immense. I absolutely love it. I want to ask him why this team has not addressed the offensive line for several years now. It's been unbelievably horrific. But I'll tell you what, I know Pickett threw three picks in the first game. Mm -hmm. I still have confidence in him. I, I thought at least he was taking some shots, doing some things. You know, check down Trubisky over here is not allowed to throw the ball past the first down marker on third down. Mitch is not happy. He was very uh, terse with the media, as I would be. If somebody said, you know, I'm out, I'd be like, oh, well, coach's decision. You, you know, these guys look at it the wrong way. They're stealing enough money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not good. The more you play, the more you get exposed, the less likely he's going to be on a roster next year. Just sit down, hold the clipboard, collect your seven figures, and call it a day. Trubisky couldn't play going back to his days in North Carolina. He I got mean, beat out in the Carolina? That's exactly right. He played 12 games. I mean, this is not a great quarterback. It's the same thing with Baker Mayfield. He's talking in Carolina. I know you Ooh. and I were talking before the show. Oh, us against the world. Hey, that us would have helped if you showed up on Sunday against Carolina. I appreciate it didn't because I had Arizona. <laughs> but I can tell you right now, you see some of the throws you're going – Remember when uh, – who's the receiver? It was um, – I, I can picture his face right now. Is it Anderson for, the, for Carolina? Yeah. Who's like, we don't want him. Was and he, then he had to switch his tune. Right? Why? He was correct. Just because the GM doesn't see what some of the players see. He, he was exactly right. He said, we don't want him. When Baker was out there, then they get him. He switches his tune on Twitter. We're happy to have him. Yeah. Ooh, it is not working out one and three for the Panthers. We'll talk about them a little bit later on in the program as well. But we do have a great show lined up. Before we get to the NFL, mm -hmm. we're in the last couple days here, the regular season of Major League Baseball. I don't know that there's been a more important shift over what happened over the weekend that what happened with my Metropolitans getting swept away. You had mentioned on the program last week, they just needed one. They needed one to be in good shape. And when DeGrominator couldn't get it done on Friday and then Scherz blew a lead on Saturday and then Bassett blew a lead on Sunday, is all hope lost if you're a Metropolitan fan? Because I, I know Paulie and Mitch were, were talking about it earlier this morning on Vston that that's such a tough road to hoe now. They might not even get past San Diego. And if they do, then they got to play the Dodgers. Yeah, the bigger issue is the fact that you'd use Scherzer and DeGrom, or by, and reverse that, DeGrom first and Scherzer in games one and two. And let's say you win those two games. Now you've got to go face off against the Dodgers, and you're not going to have the ability to use those guys in games one and two. Because remember, I don't know if it's going to start Monday or Tuesday, depending on how when the, uh, the first round of the playoffs yeah. ends. So I think it hurts those teams immensely. Um, Darvish has pitched fairly well for the most of the season. Yeah. I don't trust him in the postseason. Then Joe Musgrove has been tremendous this year. Uh, by the way, you took out a bad beat last night in the Padres game. I the under seven and a half. Oh, boy. At the end of seven and a half innings, going into the bottom of the eighth, the score is 0-0. Zero, zero. The final score is 7-4. to four. That's a bad beat. I mean, come on. Are you that, kidding? That's are you kidding? a bad, legit bad beat. Like, Behind people... the Padres score seven. You can't, the, the Giants are out of it. 
They go and score four runs. The rally. Very uh, <laughs> uh, quick, do you have like words of advice for people trying to handicap the last two days of the regular season, especially for for teams that might just be out of it, like you mentioned, say the G-Men or other teams, you get, like the White Sox. They're firing everybody. Go Russo's out. Like, how do you handicap the last two days of the regular season? Yeah, first of all, check the lineups beforehand. But more importantly, I think teams like Cleveland, for example. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine about this because we've, we've got some big futures on the Guardians at 13-1 to 1 to win the ALCS. Mm. And we said, if you're Terry Francona, you tell your guys up there, listen, we want to set the American League record for strikeouts in a game. I don't want anybody putting the ball in play. I don't want anybody pulling a hammy running up the first baseline. I want 27 strikeouts. I want that guy to throw a perfect game the other way. Wow. Uh, the point is, what do you gain in, in that game before you have to face uh, potentially, it looks like probably Tampa? Why, why would you risk it? Why would you put yourself in that situation? So I would check the lineups. I think there's some potential unders there that could be in play. Okay. I don't know what type of pitchers you're going to have. Maybe take a look at the dog. The Royals and the Guardians play on Wednesday. I have a feeling the line is not going to be that heavy in favor of the Guardians. Uh, the Metropolitans have a double dip today uh, against the Nationals. If they have any visions of grandeur, you've got to think they got to sweep today and hope the Braves give one back. Remember, the magic number for the Bravos is just one. They just got to win one of the last two, and they're, and they're going to win the NL East. Is it if you're Buck? Do you manage it differently, knowing that the odds are stacked against you? Or you go, we got to go full bore and try to win these two and hope the Braves stumble in the last two? Well, yeah, that's the challenge, right? You have to win all three games and the Braves have to lose because by the season record, and this is where the Mets really kind of faltered. Uh, they were, the Atlanta won five of the last six games and Atlanta ends up winning the season series 10-9, mm-hmm. which uh, would be the tiebreaker if they both wind up with the same record at the end of the year. I think if you're the Metropolitans, realistically, if it's me, I'm looking towards playing Friday against the Padres. I think it's going to be very difficult to have all five things work out. Look at the number that you'd have to lay with the Mets, 3-1 to one today yeah. against the Nats. And, look, not to say it's a rivalry, but you know the Nats would love to, to officially end the Mets' uh, chances of winning the East. There's no way I'm laying $3 with the Metropolitans limping back home to take on the Nats. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I would take the run line here, minus one and a half at minus 145. You're going to take the Metropolitans. But to your point, the one thing I would point out is that I think fans and people in the media view it in terms of like, hey, they want to spoil it. If you're the Washington Nationals and you're on that team, you're like, dude, I don't want to get injured. I don't want to go to rehab in the offseason. I want to go to Cancun. I, I want, that's exa- Well, I don't know if I want to go to Cancun, but, you know, there's a lot of <laughs> other places I would choose, but, you know. Well, you can go to North Carolina. Yeah, Again, on, I would choose other places, but and you know the worst part is I'm saying that I'm going to North Carolina this weekend. See, after <laughs> all that, it's full. Circle. At least I'm not going to Asheville. Oh, oh, oh. I hope the good people of Asheville are enjoying the show. Um, so, again, and one other narrative I'd want to dispel. Yeah. I don't look at this as a, as a gag job. If you've got Mets tickets to win the NL East, yeah. and you feel like I've I've been robbed of this one as a bad beat, as we talk about, I don't look at this as a bad beat. The, the, the Braves have played almost, what, 750 baseball for the last couple months? I, I'm so glad you brought that up. People saying that the Mets have choked. or a, First of all, they're going to be the, potentially the seventh team to win 100 games since we've gone to this division format back in the late 60s to, to uh, win 100 games and not win the division. Um, but the other thing for me is – you know, you mentioned it. At one point in time, the Atlanta Braves were sixty-four and twenty or sixty-one and twenty-four in eighty-five games. That's Think about that. Insane. That that's exactly. People don't realize the Braves have hit more home runs since June first than the Dodgers. This team has been absolutely roasting people. Well, and you see now, and remember when you and I talked before the series last mm-hmm. week, the Mets were five to one to win the World Series. Right. Now they're plus eight fifty. Look at the Braves. They've gone to five to one. And now they go oppo, if you will, the Dodgers. Yeah. So you're looking at the NLCS. Is there a possible head scenario here if you want to back the Bravos and say, okay, I don't know if they actually go back-to-back, 
But if I take them now at five to one, and then I get them in the NLCS against the Dodgers, there could be hedge potential here. Yeah, I mean, it depends on if you're going for the World Series there. Because, look, I think Houston's going to be waiting on the other side, which mm. has got tremendous pitching. But for me, uh, I would take a look in terms of, you know, I, I would take a look at the LCS not odds because I think Atlanta's not going to be that much of a prohibitive dog against the Dodgers. Atlanta's playing as well as anybody in baseball right now. Plus 230 to win the NL would be to win the pennant for the Bravos there. And obviously the Dodgers are going to be the favorites going in, but you, you do get into that. And, and we'll talk much more about this as we get the, the official lineup here for Major League Baseball playoffs uh, towards the middle of the week. But you do look at the Braves, at the Dodgers rather, and go, they haven't played really meaningful baseball in the better part of a month yeah. where the Braves have been every game. We got to win. We just sweep the Metropolitans. Is there any potential that that backfires in the Dodgers not kind of having that ring rust we talk about in boxing. Yeah, I think it always is the case. I think it applies, and I think Atlanta right now, if you're the Dodgers, the Mets, anybody else in the National League, you don't want to face the Atlanta Braves. I thought the way this team played, they drew over $3 million this year, sell out this uh, weekend at Truist against the Mets. I mean, it was a playoff that series. Was? Truist Park? That's what they call it now? That's the, that's the sponsorship name, I guess. I Truist? What the hell is that? I have no idea. That's why I was wondering. I'm like, why don't you actually put what your business is and with the name with it? I mean, you paid probably $15 million a year. <sighs> And nobody still knows who you are. But, you know, to me... They don't uh, call it the launching pad anymore. No, that's the old, that's the old Atlanta uh, Fulton <laughs> County. 80s, right? Yeah. back in the mid-80s. All right, we got much more to get to when we come back. We do a little holder fire uh, in the NFL. And certainly with some of these quarterback changes we mentioned with the Steelers and with the Bills, we'll talk about that with two-time Super Bowl champ Brian McFadden as well. And also, a story I wonder if it affects the way you look at the Bucks, which has very little to do with football. We're talking about Giselle and Tom. We'll discuss when you come back with us here on Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote hey guys this is matt jones drew franklin from the fade this podcast we got a great episode coming up picks in all the sports football basketball we do them all but here's a preview of this week's episode do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? 
I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NHL season is almost here, and our hockey betting experts are ready for all of the action. The VSIN Hockey Season Prep Guide is available now with strategies and best bets for the season ahead. Get in depth analysis from our hockey experts, including Andy McNeil. With predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, season long trends to watch, plus three things. Every new NHL better should know. This guide is a must-have with key insights and data for both avid hockey bettors and those new to the sport. So give yourself an advantage this season and get the VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Back alongside all Shaw, I'm Dave Ross. This is Big Bets here on VEASAN. Shout out to our fine friends listening in Asheville, North Carolina. Lovely city. Uh, I did want to talk briefly about what we saw last night with San Francisco and the Rams. And it's not so much to, to recap. We saw it was a physical beatdown that the Niners, you know, this is what Kyle does to Sean in, in the uh, regular season, 7-0 and now in the regular season. Yeah. So we've got big data points here to back the Niners. If you did last night, I was on the other side. I felt like an idiot instantly. But now you look forward ahead in the futures market, and the Niners have jumped now to even money to win the division. The Rams back to kind of where they were most of the summer. They're about plus a dollar thirty now, about plus a dollar twenty. Because what I think we are seeing is the demarcation line again in the division. But the problem with said demarcation line is the Rams are two and two. So are the Cardinals. So are the Seahawks. So while we don't trust those teams, at least in the betting market, because Arizona's nine to one, Seattle twenty to one. Is it a two tiered system, or are the Rams maybe in more trouble than we think? Well, I don't think the Rams are particularly strong this year. I've been saying it coming into this season. I think this team's going to have a bit of a drop-off. We've seen it. Give them uh, 49ers credit last night. They were very dominant in this game. Uh, but I do think it's a two-horse race. I don't think you could really consider the Cardinals and Seahawks. I just don't believe in either of these teams. They mm-hmm. haven't shown anything. Look, the Cardinals got a fluke win against the Raiders. You had uh, a dominant performance against Carolina, but Carolina's not a good football team sitting in one and three. The Seahawks scored on Detroit. Everybody scores on Detroit. I mean, you know, it's it's unbelievable. And this is Seattle beat up on a on a uh, Denver team that I think we're starting to realize they're not as good as people thought they were. True. I, I'm a little bit more impressed with Seattle. But again, the wins, as you mentioned, Detroit, everybody's scoring. And the win against Denver wait, week one. Wait, what are you impressed with Seattle, that they're 2-2? Two and two? That Geno Smith, that they've made him a competent quarterback. That Pete Carroll somehow has turned back the hands of time with Geno to his West Virginia days. And you're getting statistically right now, and it's only four games. 
but he's playing like an above-average quarterback in the NFL right now. I don't know if it's going to last, but that surprises me. You look at the King in Arizona, you don't know what you're going to get from King Kyler week to week, right? Matty Stafford right now looks like he can't make a complete a forward pass 20 yards down the field. And Jimmy G, as much as I think he's good in the locker room, he's not throwing deep shots either. Well, well first of all, who the hell calls Kyler Murray King? I do. Okay. Uh, we're, we're, we'll have to the address game, that at a later when time. You win a but Heisman Trophy, and you're my Heisman. Jason White won a Heisman Trophy. People forget that. I'm, I'm just, uh, I mean, you know, I, oh, who's the, Eric Crouch won a Heisman Trophy, didn't he? he as a, he should have been a DB. What's he selling, furniture now in Lincoln? I mean, come on, <laughs> give me a break. Uh, the point being is when you look at these two teams, the Cardinals give you no hope. Kingsbury's not a particularly good coach. Now, when Nuke comes back, DeAndre Hopkins, it'll be interesting to see how this team performs offensively. Does it have an impact on them? You know, a couple of receivers that are potential Hall of Famers, I think Julio Jones is going to get in. But uh, Adriel Jeremiah Green, one of my favorite players when he was in Cincinnati, he has really dropped off. Yes. He is not the same guy he once was. I don't think this team has consistency. They've got some tremendous deficiencies on defense. Everybody can run the ball against this uh, Cardinals team. Uh, but I think it's the Rams and the 49ers. The 49ers, to me, the question is health. They played well yesterday against the Rams. I don't think there's a legitimate challenger for them in this division outside of Los Angeles. Uh, but in terms of big picture in the NFC... I think they have a shot. They're right there because you look at everybody else. There's no great teams. I know the Eagles are 4-0. They're a very good team for what they've done thus far. But this is not Dallas mid-90s, 49ers, you know, the year they went to Super Bowl, what, 29? Mm-hmm. Who uh, leads the league in completion percentage? Geno Smith. Yeah, exhibit A, counselor. Like, to me, you got to give him credit for something. You know, you know, this reminds me of, like, I went to school at Ohio State, right? And you'd go play intramural, and you'd get these guys that were dominant three-sport stars from Podunk, USA. Uh-huh. And then you come out there, and you're like, dude, I was a scrub on my team. But, you, you know, we had, like, three guys go to Division One. That's why you – it's, it's kind of like that here. Geno Smith is lighting it up on Captain Ch- uh, Checkdown. Let him throw the ball 20 yards in the air. We, I'd love to see a graphic on how many balls he's thrown over 20 yards in the he air. He would if DK Metcalf didn't have to go to the bathroom every other play. Uh, by the way, the big news today, not necessarily involving a player on the field, but maybe a player off the field. The New York Post is reporting that Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen splitsville. Now, look, I root for love. We're two single guys up here, so who are we to say? What happens in your household, that's between you and your wife. But now it looks like it's over. Now, I'm not saying Tom Brady's going to play to 50. But when you look at the Buccaneers, they're the fifth betting favorite right now to win the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl at 12 to 1. Do you know what their record is? They're 2, two, and, two, two. and 2. Yeah. Does this factor in at all when you try to break down what's happening to the Buccaneers? Yeah, absolutely does. I think somebody, you know, that's one of the hardest things to handicap in betting is that if a player is going through some personal issues or no challenges, doubt. I mean, you can't just sit there and say they, they necessarily brush it off to the side. If it was a scenario where it was contentious, and there's, you know, there's tremendous disdain. I don't think that's the case on the outside looking in. I, I'm just projecting here. I don't know anything uh, with any kind of certainty. But I would say this. I think it has a factor. You mentioned the two losses. They've got two losses at home, one by two points, without Mike Evans, against the Green Bay Packers, who are 3-1, and one, yeah. and against the Kansas City Chiefs, who are 3-1. and one. So not bad losses. No. Yeah, I, and again, I look at it from my vantage point as somebody who's never been married, going, oh, this is going to free him up. He's going to be great. He's unencumbered, right? But that could be the direct opposite. And, and, you know, this stuff 
it is so hard to quantify in a betting market what this does. Because you know how it is in locker rooms. We've been in those. The guys are going to rally around TB12. They're like, hey, man, we're here for you if you need something. But that's still weighing on them. We're in the middle of the season. We thought all this stuff was taken care of in the, in the offseason, right? All the distractions are gone. He took him to, what, the vacation right before? Maybe he was doing the mass Singer. We don't know. But there's been more question marks around Tom Terrific and number 12 and what's going on off the field I'm not saying it is affecting what's happening on the field, but I don't know how much I'm back in the bucks going forward. It, you can't say that it has no impact on what's actually happening. I hear everything you're saying, and, and I get where you're coming from. The one thing I would point out is that, look, Tom Brady's in a different spot than anybody else in the NFL. He's, the, he's one of the few players, I would say the only player in the NFL that's actually a celebrity. Mm. You know, when you look, Mahomes is a great player, but he's not a celebrity. Right. Uh, to me, Brady is kind of in that celebrity spot. I think it's challenging. All this stuff is public. I don't think it's easy. The other problem is, though, the offensive line is not as good. There's The running game is non-existent. True. These are all factors. I'm telling you right now, we're not even having this conversation about his off-field challenges if they're 4-0. They're 4-0. But they're 2-2, two and, two, and they've lost the last two at home, as you mentioned, and now this news breaks this morning. So, again, we say it kind of tongue-in-cheek, but you do have to take into these, these things because these are real-life things that you try to bring to your profession. You try to block it out and go do your job. It's not that easy to do. We'll keep an eye on that. We'll get to hold or fire a little bit later on in the program, more NFL talk. But, you know, I, somebody stopped me on the way in. They're like, hey, I'm like, What's up? And they're like, hockey season's back. And I'm like, yes, hockey better. Could not wait. He's like, I'll be listening on Vston. So here we go. When you look ahead in the NHL, and again, you've got to get the hockey guide if you're going to be serious about, uh, about wagering this year. Go to Vston.com, subscribe, download the guide. The betting guide is out now. How do you break down, just in a nutshell, the overall market? I think it's easier for us in the NFL to do. How do you do it in, in the NHL? In terms of what, the regular season? Yeah. Because it's a, it's on a game by game basis. Then you look at you're looking at teams. For example, I have St. Louis over 94 and a half points this Ooh. year. This is a team in eight out uh, eight of the last uh, nine years, not including the strike of the uh, 56 game season. They've gotten over. They've gotten 94 points in, in the last eight years. Now their season win total is 94 and a half. So I expect them to be able to get over it. You kind of depending on which teams you follow, depending on the acquisitions and other things. So it's kind of all all based on that. Do you have a this team should be the favorite, or do you go right back to last year's Stanley Cup Finals and start there? Or do you look at it as a completely clean slate? Uh, no, look, I think you have to give Colorado a ton of credit. They have immense talent. When you look at the talent on this team, McCarr, McKinnon, um, you know, Landis Gog, they're just a, they're above everybody else. But to me, uh, right now, I think when you look at the West, it's easier for Colorado coming out of the East. You you got absolutely just strong teams out there. Mm -hmm. You know, forget. Tampa, we, we know how great they are in John Cooper, but you've got Carolina, you've got Toronto, you've, you've got the Rangers. I mean, there, there's so many teams out there that could be potential challengers out of the East. So, again, uh, the, the hockey guide is out now. So, as we get ready for hockey season, the Avs there, obviously the favorites to win uh, the Central there. They are minus $1.50 right there to win the conference, plus $1.90, and to win it and go back-to-back to, back to win the Cup plus 380, and very quickly here in the final seconds of all, do you look at the first month of the NHL regular season kind of like the NFL now where it's not that it's preseason, but it does feel like the first four weeks of the NFL are almost like the new preseason. Do you gauge it differently earlier in the season versus late? Uh, no, I just want to get a sense of how teams are playing, get a feel for what they are. Uh, won't get involved in too many games early on unless okay. there's like an opportunity. Maybe let's say Tampa's on a three-game losing streak. They're coming back home. 
and they've got an opportunity, then you might look at someone like that. A reminder, go to VEASAN.com, subscribe, download the betting guide now for all of your NHL news and nuggets. When we come back, BMAC, the two-time Super Bowl champion, is going to join the program next year on Big Bets on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of VSIN Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke free and spit free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is just a little bit different. Everyone is on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's ZYN.com. Warning this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Back alongside them all, Shaw Dave Ross here. This is Big Bets here on VEASAN. Did you watch Hard Knocks this, I, uh, this summer? I did, yes. There was an episode where they do, do kind of the outtakes on it. Okay. And they were talking about the, the DBs and how the DBs were flying around and the wide receivers were watching. He's like, he's like yeah, DBs can do that now because all they do is eat sugar. He said, then, then when they retire, they get old and fat. And I was like, wow, that seems harsh. I, of course, sent that to our next guest. Two-time Super Bowl champion Bryant McFadden, who joins the program now. BMAC, you are not letting yourself go in retirement like they were saying those DBs tend to do, are you? Uh, no, I can't do that. You know, every every year is the year of the core. It's the opportunity to get your core in better shape, make sure you're feeling good. And my and one thing I stand by and I live by, guys, is I want to look like I used to play. Ooh. That's the thing. I'm far removed from the game, but anytime someone sees me, I want them to be like, oh, yeah, he looked like he used to play. So I got to keep myself together to some degree. You only get one mind and one body. You don't get any do-overs. Well, you know what? First of all, before I'll compliment you before I rip you here in a second. So I agree <laughs> with you. You still look like you can play. Yes. Speaking of core, how about your Pittsburgh Steelers work on that offensive core called the offensive line? Oh, my goodness. It's been a tough watch. I got to keep it real with you guys. You know, one of the things I used to hate watching – growing up was Lifetime movies because they were so dull, they were so boring, they were just miserable. Not going to lie, watching the Pittsburgh Steelers play <laughs> offense is like watching a Lifetime movie. <laughs> for, for, for all the men that are watching us or listening to us, you know most men hate watching Lifetime movies. It's a hard watch. And that's kind of been the standpoint with the Pittsburgh Steelers, unfortunately. But hey, let's see if Kenny Pickett. Oh, right. I- Something that we haven't been seeing all year. I got to say, I never saw that analogy coming with Lifetime. That is absolutely fantastic, and it's spot on. It was very good. I like that analogy. Talking, of course, the two-time Super Bowl champion, Brian McFadden. You can follow him, as I do, at BMAC underscore sports. Does a great job at CBS Sports uh, there. And, of course, my old buddy from Chicago, BMAC. Let's talk about what you just mentioned. That's Kenny Pickett. You and I were talking in the summer when you guys signed Mitchell Trubisky. You and I were in Chicago together when Mitch was in Chicago. And I know you weren't exactly thrilled about the signing, are there signs of hope now that Kenny Pickett is officially going to get start number one this week up there in upstate New York against those Buffalo Bills? Well, there are signs of hope because Kenny Pickett really did some real good things in the preseason. I mean, some people felt like he outplayed uh, Trubisky, but Trubisky didn't do anything to lose the job. But if you look at his short time in the preseason when he jumped into the ball game week by week, he improved. The unfortunate part for Kenny is that he's playing in a stretch where there are difficult defenses he's going against, starting this week on the road against Buffalo, right? 
So that's a tall task to ask of a rookie quarterback making his first start against the championship caliber team in the Buffalo Bills. But this is a great measuring stick for him because the Steelers said when they drafted Kenny, remember it was some other names tied to the Steelers organization as potential draft uh, 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 players at the quarterback position. They said Kenny was the most NFL ready right now. So with that being said, let's see exactly what he has. But I mean, I don't want to say it can't get any worse because it <laughs> can if it does. That's not good, but hopefully we can see some sparks here or there from Kenny. Yeah, you're absolutely right. At Buffalo, Tampa coming up, then at the Dolphins, mm. and then the Keystone rivalry against the Eagles there in Philadelphia. So three of the next four on the road. He's going to get thrown into the fire very quickly. BMAC, I want to transition. Stay in the AFC North, though, to a team I know you have tremendous disdain for, the Baltimore Ravens, and you're shedding no tears to watch this team blow <laughs> uh, 21 and 17-point leads. What the hell's going on in Charm City over here? Well, something that we haven't seen in a long, long time. They can't play any defense. Yeah. They're blowing coverages. They're missing tackles. Uh, they're not winning their one-on-one matchups. And because of that, they're in basically a shootout almost week in and week out. That has something that, 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 that has been an issue for them the entire year. I mean, growing up as a child, I've always known Baltimore to have a stout, consistent physical defense. Even in my adult years, playing in the league, you know, now being removed from the game, Baltimore has always been a defensive-oriented type team that played consistent ball we haven't seen that so that puts more pressure on who number eight Lamar Jackson and their two losses they just couldn't get any stops so now understanding and seeing that their defense could be the Achilles heel for their team is going to put a lot of pressure on Lamar Jackson so they might be forced to outscore opponents week in and week out until we see some improvements from their defense and get this this week is Cincinnati mm. and if you remember what happened last year yep. when the Bengals and the Ravens faced off Joe Burrow is still throwing touchdowns, and, and Jamar Chase is still catching those touchdowns. So they had an unbelievable game, games against the Baltimore Ravens because their Ravens defense had issues. So I wouldn't be surprised to see some of the same woes this Sunday. To your point about that, VMAC, that line was three and a half. It's already been bet down to three, so that hook is gone if you wanted to bet the Bengals. So that money has come in on Cincinnati uh, so, far, so far for that key contest in the North. I do want to talk about uh, your All Things Covered podcast, and your co-host is Patrick Peterson, of course, with the Minnesota Vikings as we speak. You know how I feel about Kirk Cousins, KC8. Give me the inside scoop. What's your partner tell you about KC8? Does this team believe that they can actually usurp the Green Bay Packers this year and win that division? I have no question they believe. I remember what happened in week one for, for the Vikings against Green Bay. Their defense – that was the best ball game we've seen so far from the Vikings defense was against the Green Bay Packers week one. And Aaron Rodgers didn't have any answer uh, for them. Now, if you look at the division, it's safe to say it's a two-team race, right, between the Packers and uh, the Minnesota Vikings. I think the deciding factor would be health. That's always a major issue. And just beating the teams they're supposed to beat. That's what good teams do. They take care of the teams they're supposed to take care of, and everything else will fall in place. So, yes, they believe they got a shot. They believe that the best team in their division on paper, and their plan is to put that on film week in and week out. Brian, right now the Packers are a slight favorite to win the division. Minnesota's got a pretty favorable schedule coming up over the next several weeks, as do the Packers. Packers' next three games are very weak opponents coming up, uh, as uh, including Washington there and, and some of the other ones that they've got. But would you bet Minnesota win this division, or would you take uh, Green Bay? Because I still believe the road to the uh, NFC North goes through Green Bay. I would bet the Minnesota Vikings, and here's why. You get more juice. You got the odds plus 130 right now. The Vikings already have a game in the hand right. uh, mm -hmm. over the Green Bay Packers. They also have another game 
in their hand over another division foe in the Detroit Lions. So they're 2-0 in their division. So they have a little room uh, for error, to say the least. But I just think Minnesota has a better team. And I understand the Green Bay Packers only have one loss. They're 3-1 right now. But they've been doing it in, 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 in a different way from what we've seen in years past. Aaron Rodgers is not looking like the Aaron Rodgers of old. Right? They're still trying to figure things out when it comes to their wide receivers and their defense They've been up and down. I really thought this defense would probably be one of the best defenses in the National Football League, but they haven't shown that type of skill set week in and week out. So if you look at wide receivers in totality, I think you would give the nod to the Minnesota Vikings. Running backs, I think that's safe to say you go Green Bay. Offensive line play, the Vikings offensive line might get that nod. And defensively, I mean, it could be a wash. But I think the deciding factor will always be with the head coaches. Right. Kevin O'Connell, rookie head coach, doing a pretty good job. You know, you look at what he has opposite of him and Matt LaFleur, who's been around and been winning a lot of ball games. I think that could be a telling a telling sign on, on what's to come when these two teams face off and throughout the entire division as far as. The- oh, there he is. He's back. Uh, did I did I hear you right? You said you'd go with Green Bay with Jones and Dylan over Madison and Dalvin Cook. I think so right now. Really? No question. I, I think so. And the thing is, Dalvin Cook is the best running back in that division, but he hasn't really gotten off yet. Mm, sure. You know, we're still waiting for Dalvin Cook. They're not really giving him the opportunities, and he dealt with a shoulder element, but we really haven't seen Cook cook like we know he can cook. But right now, Aaron Jones, and the thing is, they're running the football more in Green Bay. Yeah. And that's another telling sign that they're not really all the way trustworthy into the offense of throwing the football. They've been running, running, running. So I think based on what we've seen in four weeks of play, we've seen more running from Green Bay than Minnesota. Got about a minute to go with two-time Super Bowl champion Brian McFadden and BMAC. I appreciate when you let me wear those rings back in our Chicago days before I went out on a date. I always said you look great <laughs> with a star in your helmet. What do you make of the boys down there in Big D? Because, you know, I don't hear you talking about Cooper Rush in our group text anymore. Listen, you always say that I would look good with a star on my helmet, but I wouldn't have any rings to let you borrow for a date. And I hope, I hope you really got lucky on that date wearing those rings, by the way. If you didn't, it wasn't because of the rings. It, it was wasn't you. It was the team position. <laughs> <laughs> I was just Whatever. BMX. That was all his help. I just got his shoes, got his stuff together in the locker. That's all I said. But BMX, you got to be impressed with what you're seeing down there with no Cooper. Question. Right? No question. And I think they have, out of all the teams this weekend, they have probably the most to gain. If they go out to the Rams and take care of their business with Cooper Rush, I mean, this is a team that really can find their way in, in a nice spot come playoff time based on what they've done. And defensively, they've been balling. Let's keep it real. Stephon, Trayvon Diggs has been balling. We know about Parsons. Collectively speaking, they're doing everything they need to do, knowing that they have their backup quarterback in the saddle. So hopefully, when Dak Prescott gets back, he just can't mess everything up. <laughs> the, the date went great, by the way. There he is, ladies and gentlemen, two-time Super Bowl champion. Would have looked great with that star in his helmet. But, V-Matt, we appreciate you, brother. Always great catching up. Thank you. There he is, everybody. We are back with more big events on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The temperatures might be cooling off, but fall sports are heating up at Bet Rivers, Bet Rivers online sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts for. Pro football, college football, basketball, and hockey. Now is the perfect time to join Bet Rivers. New bettors can receive up to $500 in free bets when you make a first time deposit using the code SPORTS. Go to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today. It is a whole new ball game. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. This is Big Bets here on VEASAN. Great having two time Super Bowl champion Brian McFadden join us in the last segment. Of course, his Steelers. Big news today. We discussed with him Kenny Pickett, now the starting quarterback. Uh oh. Now you're going to Buffalo. By the way, we always talk about Josh Allen. It's that defense that's pretty darn good that nobody really talks about. So it's time for this edition of Hold or Fire. When you look at those Steelers, yep. and let's put it in that context to begin Hold or Fire, you're getting 14 on the ROAD. You got a rookie quarterback making his first start. Heat it up. Great crowd. Are you holding or are you going to fire on the 14 and the boys from the Steel City. Well, I, I will – I don't even want to say hold or fire. I will pass both ways on this one. And the reason is, for me, I would normally take the 14 points. But I'm concerned with a rookie quarterback going against an offense that, for my money, is as good as anybody in the NFL in Buffalo. Didn't play well in the first half. Mm. This is a tough, tough spot for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So you're gonna, we're going to wait then, and you're not going to fire either side because you don't know where this line is yeah. going to move. I – I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to look at the pregame total at 47 and see if you might have a lean here. 
and thinking maybe anticipate where this line might move. Is there any edge there that you see? I, I really don't one way or the other. The big thing for me is I, I think Buffalo's going to cover this number. I think Buffalo's going to absolutely beat the brakes off of these guys. Um, I, I just think without T.J. Watt, this team is not the same. I mean, Zach Wilson put up 20 on them. They were moving the ball, or it was it 24, I think, 24, right? yeah. Well, yeah, 24. Two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. I, yeah. I don't want Robert Sala taking receipts. <laughs> Give me a break. You should be figuring out where the New York State unemployment line, does he qualify in New York or New Jersey? Based <laughs> on, I mean, you know, what state where they play their games. Uh, my, my point is, look, I think Pittsburgh is an average team at best, at best, assuming everything breaks properly for them. They're a bottom. They're really probably a bottom 12 team in the NFL. And Buffalo – 1A, 1B, 1C, wherever you rank the teams in the National Football League, they're as good as anybody. And now at home, they had a, cu- a couple of road games. They were fortunate enough to escape uh, one of them. I-, I think this team bounces back in a big way. Hold or fire on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, they're laying eight against the ATL. And the Falcons, quiet as kept, their offense is much be- better than people anticipated coming into the year. And our defense leaves a lot to be desired. Tom Brady? We know he's going through some things off the field now, right? Happy wife, happy life. Not so happy wife. So I don't know about the life. What do you make of the box? Hold or fire on the eight? I would look at the Falcons plus eight only because, to me, I think there's deficiencies with the uh, Tampa defense that Atlanta might potentially be able to expose. Mm. Look, Drake London's a terrific young receiver. Kyle Pitts, uh, Mariota's playing well. His mobility will present some challenges. Until we see consistency from this Tampa offense, hard for me to lay eight points with them. With that being said, I'm not going to go bet Atlanta. Uh, but again, look, Dave, the thing is, and I'm a little bit biased here, I'm a guy, anytime you have a line over seven, I want to take the points mm-hmm. in the NFL. It's just, you look at so many games. Perfect example was this past weekend. Third-string quarterback against Green Bay. Bailey Zappi comes in for Brian Hoyer, and they, they send the game to overtime. And if Mason Crosby misses the kick, they wind up in a tie. You know, the amazing thing, too, is, is that you look at it and you go, well, the public might end up backing the Bucks, going, well, they're not going to lose three in a row. Yeah. Right? That, that's the way sometimes I think uh, the, the novice better might look at it and just assume, that, well, this has got to change. Not necessarily with, with those points. Mm-hmm. So I'll be curious to see where that line moves. But I, I'm picking up what you're putting down right now. I'm playing overs on Atlanta. I know it didn't ca- uh, cash last week, but I'm going to play overs until they can figure out how to stop somebody. A- Atlanta, two losses by a combined five points, right? 31-27 against the, uh, the Rams and then a one-point loss against the They've been uh, in every game. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, so they, they've been right there. Hold or fire on the fighting fish. They're going to go up to, as you mentioned, New York, New Jersey, what exit, what state. It's Jersey, but then the New York Jets. You're going to lay three and a half. Tua Tungavailoa is officially out for this game. Now, the problem is backup got concussed as well. Yeah. So you, you look at the Dolphins now and you go, well, how are they going to fare in this one? What do you make of the fish? Hold or fire in that number of three and a half? Um, I would hold on both sides. Um, you know, I, I don't want to lay three and a half in this division rivalry. You know how many, you know this. You go back. How many tight games have there been between the Dolphins and Jets? I know the Jets have had some lean years lately, but I still think it's one of those situations where I would not want to touch this game. Uh, to me, the Jets have been competitive. I know they laid an egg uh, in in one of their games, um, but overall, you look at this team. They beat the Browns. They beat the Robert Steelers. Robert Sala was saying. Yeah, exactly. They they've been in. Um, you know, Cincinnati, that game, was they were a little bit flat, but that Quinn and Williams penalty was huge in that game. Yeah. So I, I'm not ready to take them in that spot. All right, so we're going to lay off that again. Teddy Bridgewater will get the start uh, for the fish with Tua officially out. 
Um, and of course, Joe Flacco has been Ben Betts as, as Wilson came back, led that comeback win last week in his return. Uh, let's look at the lines in the Patriots. This is an interesting number to me, and I wonder if you're going to hold or fire on the Pats here on a Tuesday, laying three against arguably, maybe it's not an argument, the worst defense in the NFL. What's your guess? My guess is you're going to fire on the Pats. You're correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely right. And it's I, probably going to be Bailey Zappi. That's fine. Doesn't okay. matter. I'm okay. ready to roll with them. I, listen, this defense is horrific. It should come with an R rating, NC-17 or something. You can't watch this. This is bad football defensively. I, I mean, they can't stop anybody. I think New England showed that they def- they can defend well enough to take care of a team like Detroit. I like New, uh, New England here laying the three. All right, so fire on the Patriots today, according to Amal. Uh, the Lions, if, if you want to wait, then maybe that number could go up to them to three and a half because I'm right there with you. Yeah. Remember, they didn't, have, uh, uh, they didn't have Brown last week. They didn't have DeAndre Swift last week. So they were really without uh, two of their key cogs but- offensively. So it, it looks like for the Lions, they got to get healthy to have a chance to try to keep up because their defense gives up a ton of points. Yeah, as Josh Towers walks into the studio, let me give you an idiotic baseball thing that I don't like, wins above replacement. Mm. How many more points was Amon Ross St. Brown and DeAndre Swift going to add? You scored 45. They're not playing any defense, are they? No, not at all. They Right, exactly. They scored enough points to, to you know, win the game. They actually, just couldn't stop anybody. You know, let me amend one statement, though. I think DeAndre Swift would have been able to make the tackle on the pick six. <laughs> Hold or fire? On the boys from City of Brotherly Shove going out to the desert. This used to be an old NFC East rivalry. That's how old I am. So the Cardinals now, they're such a bizarre team week to week. Because I don't think we think they're a good team. They're 2-2. and And the Eagles might be the best team in the NFL. So if you're going to back the boys, fly, Eagles, fly. Are you holding or firing on laying five and a half in the desert? A couple things to address here, Neil Lomax. Uh, First of all. Uh, a little bit offended by your statement that they might be the best team in the NFL oh. because there's a team in Western New York mm. and in they have a loss. Kansas City yeah. that would challenge that. But regardless, I'm going to tell you for my man Kelly Bidlin here, we're going to go full square bear. We're going to lay the points on the road. Five there you and a go. Half. Square they, bear uh, play. We're, we're going laying the points here with the Eagles. Um, I, I just think they're a more complete football team. They had a bad quarter and a half against Jacksonville. And then they beat down Jacksonville and like it was Alabama against Arkansas in the fourth quarter. And still covered. Exactly. Um, I, I like Philadelphia here. Arizona just hasn't shown me a lot. I think Philly is a far more complete team than I anticipated coming into the season. Um, you know, I'm already losing a dinner bet to this guy. Yeah, you are. I'm not going to lose any more money. I'm going to recoup. I'm going to go with the Eagles here. I think they're a more, a more complete team. And to your point, though, uh, right now, based on four weeks, they are the most complete team in the NFC. They really are. And look, as somebody who's got the Cowboys sitting on a ticket at 7-1 to win the division, mm-hmm. I would love to see the upset happen. When Jacksonville got up 14-0 last week, I thought, oh, it's going to happen. Yeah. And the Cowboys, without Dak Prescott, going to be knotted up in this thing after four. No. This team showed some resiliency. I know it was the rain, but, you know, both teams have to play in it. Right? And so they figured out a way to get it done and still put up, what, 29 points yeah. in that slop. So Arizona's defense, which, which was better last week, I know it was the Panthers, they're going to have a real test in their hands uh, Sunday against the Fly Eagle Flies. The only thing I would point out with a little bit of concern from the Philadelphia standpoint is, I don't know if you saw the game, Jake Elliott got run up on, on an extra point. Yep. I mean, he really got just, it was like somebody took him out like a bowling ball on a bowling pin. And um, to me, I, I would just be a little bit concerned because we saw the Kansas City Chiefs lose a game against the Colts they should have never lost if nope. Harrison Bucker's healthy. It's a great point. Again, uh, to your point about me saying the Eagles are the best team in football, not in the betting market. The Bills right now to win 
uh, the, the uh, Super Bowl. They're four to one. The Chiefs are seven to one. The Eagles, the third betting favorite at eight to one. What's what's crazy about that is before the draft and before trading for AJ Brown, you could have gotten the Eagles almost three to one to win the NFC East, yeah. and now they're eight to one to win the Super Bowl. My, how times have changed. They're three to one to win the NFC. That's insanity. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's pure insanity, but they are getting respect, and you can understand why they're garnering that in the uh, betting market. But look, I'm pleasantly surprised uh, where I sit right now with the Cowboys at 7-1 to push the Fly Eagle Flies. Every win they get without Super Dak Prescott is another week closer to getting four back in that lineup for the Cowboys faithful you, out there. Do you have a Dak Prescott poster at your house? I will not confirm nor deny. <laughs> when we come back, Josh Towers in the house, in studio, talking all things Major League Baseball. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote what do the most successful growing businesses have in common they're working together in slack slack is where work happens with all your people data and information in one ai powered place Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.